get where I'm going On the far side of the sky The first thing that I'm gonna do Is spread my wings and fly I'm gonna land beside a lion Run my fingers through his mane Or I might find out what it's like Ride a drop of rain Yeah, when I get where I'm going There'll be only happy tears I will shed the sins and struggles I have carried all these years And I'll leave my heart wide open I will love and have no fear Yeah, when I get where I'm going Don't cry for me down here I'm gonna walk with my granddaddy And he'll match me step for step And I'll tell him how I've missed him Every minute since he left And then I'll hug his neck I see my maker's face I'll stand forever in the light of his amazing grace yeah when I get where I'm Love 
Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads take me home to the place.
to the God I'm alone while the dew is still on roses and the voice I hear falling on my ear the Son of God discloses and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry None other has ever known. He speaks, and the sound of his voice is so sweet, the birds hush their singing, and the melody that he gave to me within my heart is ringing and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share Good morning. On behalf of the Schrader family, we welcome you here this morning as we celebrate Larry's life here on earth, but maybe even more importantly, we celebrate where Larry is now. No more pain, total peace, celebrating with our Lord up in heaven. Um, if you haven't been to a, a funeral or a celebration of life at Trinity, ours is interactive. So if you're in a bulletin, you see it's in black bold, that's your part. If you're on the screen, mostly it'll be in uh, bright yellow. That would be your response also. Um, the, the family will be sharing some thoughts this morning also. And then after the service, we'll have a lunch for you all, and we'll have an open mic for any of you all who would like to also share stories or, or thoughts uh, of your relationship with Larry and the family. So, and, and one last thing before we begin. Uh, it's okay to cry. I just want to give you, those of you who need permission, you have permission. It is God's gift to us, and it relieves some pain and brings some comfort. So don't hold it back. Let, let the tears drop if, if you need to, because it is most certainly okay. So we begin grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. There is a time for everything. A time to be born and a time to die. 
Do you not know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? If we have been united with him like this in his death, we will certainly also be united with him in his resurrection. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O oh God of grace and glory, we remember today our brother Larry. We thank you for giving him to us to know and to love as a companion in our pilgrimage on earth. In death, our physical beauty is gone. For dust we are, and we return to dust. Turn our focus to you and your word that we may rejoice in your love for us in Christ. Remind us that you are the beautiful Savior, and by grace, allow us all to reflect your glory in eternity. In your boundless compassion, console us as we mourn, Give us your aid that we may see in death the gate to eternal life, that we may continue our course on earth in confidence until by your call we are reunited with those who have gone before us. We pray through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Our Old Testament lesson for this morning comes from Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 11 to 14. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me. When you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. We read Psalm 23 responsively. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Surely goodness and mercy. And I will dwell. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Would you please rise for the reading of the gospel? The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 14th chapter. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? 
Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is the gospel of the Lord. God has made his people through our baptism into Christ, living together in trust and hope. We confess our faith, the faith that Larry confessed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, the only Please be seated. The family will now share some thoughts. Yeah. <clears throat> We're here today to say to a goodbye to the best man I think I've ever known in my life. Present company accepted, but he was a good man. To know Larry, first you would have had to have known his parents, Bob Schrader and Mrs. Schrader, as I knew them, treated me as, well, one of their own. Uh, Mrs. Schrader gave me a book when I was about eight, maybe, still in my collection. It's one of my favorite books. It's called Cold Noses and Warm Hearts. And it's about dogs. And part of my love of dogs is because of the book from Mrs. Schrader. Pop had a great sense of humor. And for whatever reason, whatever little Mikey said seemed to make him laugh. Mrs. Schrader wore little uh, wire rim glasses and had the sweetest smile. It was, it was so dear to know Larry's parents. You've heard the story, of course, Marianne laid her eyes on Larry when she was still in eighth grade. So she was 13, which means I was about three. So Larry's been in my life ever since then. And not long ago, I had the opportunity to tell him, I said, Larry, you're my best friend and have been all my life. And as I'm sure all of you will, I will deeply miss the man. And I have a lot of stories to tell. When we get some refreshments and stuff, I'll be glad to tell any of them. But to my sister, thank you for bringing Larry into my life. <laughs> Excuse me.
used to drive past the grade school into that little green car and I'd wave at him. We did everything together, as you can see from the tapes. We had 65 years of fun, and we did have fun. We played golf. The ball would be close to mine. Um, he was a wonderful husband, father, grandpa, and great-grandpa. And thank you all for coming. It, it means a lot to our family. Thank you. Yes, it's my turn. Eighty-five years, that's how long Larry lived on Earth. Sixty-five years, that's how long Larry and Marianne were married. Forty-eight years is how long Larry was a part of this congregation, Trinity Lutheran Church. That's a lot of time for us, 85, 65, 48. Lots of memories, you all have them. Lots of warm words, love, and yes, maybe even lots of hard times. Larry grew up in, in, in Arnsvale, California, and met Marianne, as we already heard, to be his wife when she was only in eighth grade. He and Marianne have spent most of their life together and most of that in the church, loving and serving. There's a lot of years to live in God's grace. Yet for all those years, God invites his children to see their lives, I think, in a bigger perspective. For us, you and I, we just simply count days, we count months, and we count years. For God, he sees our lives for eternity. Paul tells us that in Romans 8. God's perspective of Larry's life started before he was even born. From before the world was ever made, God established his eternal plans for Larry in Christ. His plans, his good purpose, were for Larry to be called by the gospel to faith in Jesus Christ. And in that call to Larry came clear words of God's grace. Larry, like all of us, was a fallen descendant of Adam and Eve, for whom no amount of good works could ever make it right with God. Yet, out of God's divine love, God made peace for Larry and declared him that his sins were forgiven on the account of Jesus' death on the cross. The familiar words of Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, I think ring out to us. For I know that the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for peace, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. God gave that peace to Larry in the forgiveness of his sins. And he does the same thing for you and me. But there's more to God's plan. These 85 years of life are not the total of God's plans for Larry, or for that matter, for any, any Christian. God's eternal purpose was fulfilled when Larry finished his course in faith. The end of this life is only an end from where you and I stand. 
God has prepared eternal life for all who are called by the gospel and have peace with God through faith in Jesus Christ, as Larry did. And if we see in our lives as God's children from his perspective, I think it changes what our outlook on everything in life is as we know it. When things are going well in our lives, we can thank God for what he has provided. But we can also realize that none of it is meant to last. Even the dream houses, the cars, the jobs, the many vacations will come to an end. Money comes to us and goes out again. And it would be foolish to look for security in something that is so easily lost. God's perspective on Larry's life, on our lives, is also tremendous comfort in times of need. In those seasons where things are falling apart all around you, especially when we grieve a loved one, God's promise stands. He has called all of you from eternity into eternity, and he never breaks his word. And that's true for Larry. A week ago Sunday, Marianne, Dale, Kurt, Ken, Emily, Logan, and Jacob were quietly, all quietly said goodbye to their husband, brother, father, and grandfather. And there was joy for Larry in that, as there was either done in person or as Emily and Jacob did on the phone, with the phone up to Larry's ear. And it was a comfort for Larry to hear all of your voices, your voices of love, and, and to feel your presence, whether you were physically in that hospital room or far, far away. But it's also a comfort for Larry to also hear the voice of Jesus telling him that it was now time to come home. You and I can endure in time of pain and struggle times like this simply because God holds our life in his hands. We entrust our days to him. We entrust the years into God's care because he plans as he, uh, his plans are eternal, just as Jeremiah tells us. Jesus rose from the dead for our lives, for Larry's life. And Larry's and our life belongs to him, to God, so that the power is taken away from even the most dreadful disaster or disease or unexpected death. Because God's purpose for you and for me is for good and for life. We can know for certain that whatever evil befalls us, God will overcome it for us. And he will give each and every one of us the perseverance, the peace that we need. Especially when we need it. God's purpose for Larry is the same purpose that he has for each one of you even for every man, woman who have ever lived, that you hear his call, his call to repent, and his call to believe in the gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ. He says, hear it. Listen to these words 
from God, from the Son of God who gave his life for us. He says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. God had a plan for Larry. And he put that on his heart. He put that on his soul. And that plan for Larry has now been fulfilled. And I'm sure that Larry would want all you to know that God has a plan for each and every one of you also. Plans of peace, plans of love, and plans of a future of hope. And by the, holy of his, by the power of his Holy Spirit, may this peace and this life be with all of you in Jesus Christ. I know that from a human standpoint, Larry loved all of you, his family, without a doubt, and, and all of you who call him friend, or brother, or sister. Remember that, and remember that where he is, is a place where he's full of joy, full of happiness, full of love, full of peace, no more pain, and he's waiting for you. Amen. We continue for, with prayer. Almighty God, you have knit your chosen people together into one communion in the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Give to your whole church in peace in heaven and on earth your light and peace. Lord, in your mercy. Grant that all who have been baptized into Christ's death and resurrection may die to sin and rise to newness of life, and so pass with him through the gate of death and the grave to our joyful resurrection. Lord, in your mercy, grant that all who have been nourished by the holy body and blood of your Son may be raised to immortality and incorruption, to be seated with him at your heavenly banquet. Lord, in your mercy, Give to Larry's family and to all who, who mourn comfort in their grief and assure confidence in your loving care, that casting all their sorrow on you, they may know the consolation of your love. Lord, in your mercy, give courage and faith to the grieving, that within the communion of your church they may have strength to meet the days ahead in the assurance of a holy and certain hope and in the joyful expectation of eternal life with those they love who have departed in the faith. Lord, in your mercy. Help us, we pray, in the midst of things we cannot understand, to believe and find comfort in the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Lord, in your mercy. Receive our thanks for Larry and for all the blessings you bestowed on him in this earthly life. Bring us at last to our heavenly home, that with him we may see you face to face in the joys of paradise. Lord, in your mercy. O God of all grace, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to bring life and immortality to light. We give you thanks that by his death he destroyed the power of death, and by his resurrection he opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Strengthen us in the confidence that because he lives, we shall live also and that neither death nor life nor things present nor things to come will be able to separate us from your love. 
which is in Christ Jesus our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. And taught by our Lord and trusting in his promises, we are bold to pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the glory forever and ever. I am the resurrection and the life, says the Lord. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Lord God, our shepherd, you gather the lambs of your flock into the arms of your mercy and bring them home. Comfort us with the certain hope of the resurrection to everlasting life and a joyful reunion with those we love who have died in the faith. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. May God the Father who created Larry's body, may God the Son who by his blood redeemed him, may God the Holy Spirit who by holy baptism sanctifies his body to be his temple, keep his remains till the days of the resurrection of all flesh. Almighty God, by the death of your Son, Jesus Christ, you destroy death. By his rest in the tomb, you sanctified the graves of your saints. And by his, his bodily resurrection, you brought life and immortality to light, so that all who die in him abide in peace and hope. Receive our thanks for the victory over death and the grave that he won for us. Keep us in everlasting communion with all who wait for him on earth and with all in heaven who are with him. For he is the resurrection and the life, even Jesus Christ, our Lord. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Let us go forth in peace in the name of the Lord. Amen. We sing, I surrender all.
The Lord bless you and keep you. No. Yes, come here. <laughs> yeah, they can't hear you if you don't. As all of you know, Larry was very active. And I want you guys to know, Larry did not die of old age. He died of prostate cancer. So please, we didn't realize how important that PSA test is. So please, get your tested. Thank you, thank you, Marianne. Those are good words for, for us all, especially us men. Uh, again, I want to thank you all on behalf of the family for, for, for joining us today. And uh, you're all invited for lunch. Please stay if you're able to. And there's a mic there. Also, share your stories. Mostly good ones. <laughs> you know, bad ones tell us outside. Um, but uh, come and, and, and enjoy that time and, 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 and share. And uh, um, you're all friends and family. So keep, the, you know, keep Marianne and, and, and the children and grandchildren in your prayers as, as, as they mourn and grieve. And yourselves, too, as you mourn and grieve also. Um, one, one other note um, in the bulletin. So in the bulletin, you also have the, the Larry's obituary. So take, if you haven't read it, take it home with you so you can read it there. Um, and also you, you'll notice that the family have put in lieu of flowers, please, please donate, donate to Dakota. I'm done speaking. Dakota and Boys and Girls Ranch. ranch. And it's, it's, in case you don't know the ministry there, it's a ministry of, of young boys and young girls. It is their last chance stop. They have been through the system, and the system, my words, has failed them. And it's either on the streets or they get into Dakota Ranch. And the Dakota Ranch has an incredible success rate with these kids. It's, it's one adult for two, every two kids. That's how much staff they have at that place. It's amazing. 
and they, and they work with them, and the success stories are just wonderful and amazing. So you can go to dakotaranch.org, and you can find out more information on them, if you will. Um, with that, let us go in peace, and let us serve the Lord. Amen. Did you guys want to go first, or you want to just spend some time? Thank you. Okay. So if we're gonna, the family's going to stay for a few moments. And so the rest of us, if we want to head toward the, uh, the fellowship hall, and you can start... Uh, putting food on your plates, uh, and, and then the family will come and join us shortly. You bet. <laughs>